What's up, my confidence queens? Are you ready to feel confident as fuck? I'm your host, the confidence queen herself, Alicia Lechuga, and I am your confidence bestie. I went from trying to shrink my body in order to find happiness and approval to finally letting go of dieting, others' opinions, and inspiring hundreds of women along the way. This podcast is all about confidence, living unapologetically as yourself daily, and ultimate self-love. This is Confident as Fuck. Welcome back to Confident as Fuck podcast. I am so glad that you guys are here today. If you guys are not watching on YouTube and you guys are just listening, please head over to the YouTube channel. Watch us on YouTube. Today, I'm coming all types of casual because today... I am just in my casual state. I've been putting a lot of work into Latriga Trekking, as you guys know. And so I was knee deep in invoicing today. And I was like, oh shit, I need to record a podcast this week. And so I started thinking about like, what do I want to talk about this week? And I started thinking about my current fave. My current fave has been Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. If you guys don't know, I am a Real Housewives stan. I love all the franchises, but the ones I have not watched are Salt Lake City and Potomac and Miami the last few seasons. Now, Salt Lake City caught my attention on social media because if you don't know what's going on in Salt Lake City, I'm going to explain that in a second, but holy shit, it is mind blowing. And so I started seeing this stuff on social media. And I was like, I also watched the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. And there was two cast members, Whitney and Heather on this Ultimate Girls Trip from Salt Lake City. And I really liked their relationship on the show, the Ultimate Girls Trip. And so I was like, Oh, got me a little intrigued to watch Salt Lake City. And then all this stuff started going wild on social media about them. And I was like, okay, I got to dive in. So needless to say, that's my favorite for this week. Um, I zoomed through four seasons very quickly. And now we're here where we're caught up and it is wild. So let me explain to you guys what's going on in Salt Lake City. And I'm going to tie that into what we're actually talking about today, which is a practice that we do in Batty Girls Club which is an intention bubble. So stay tuned for that. If you're not a Salt Lake City fan or you're not a Real Housewives fan or a reality TV fan, then you could just zoom probably to minute like 10. So let me take another drink. I think my cough is officially gone. So I won't be coughing on today's episode. Put this over here so it doesn't spill. Let's talk about Salt Lake City. So if you guys don't know, let me give you guys a little backstory. Salt Lake City. There's a new cast member that's added this year. Her name is Monica. She comes into the group and she's starting to get to know everyone. She's kind of been like on the out, just like anybody who gets added on these shows. Like typically they're usually someone who knows someone on the cast already, like on the fringes, right? They're usually not like a BFF or like someone in the close friend group, but they're someone who like knows someone of someone of someone. And that's the case for Monica. So she used to work for an another ex cast member who is now in prison, but Monica is now on the show. And so you're just getting to know her, right? Like you're getting to kind of see like her um, reactions to things. You're starting to get to understand her trauma, why she's reacting to these things. Imagine you're in this friend group, right? Like you're on a TV show, but you're also in this friend group and this new person has come onto the scene in your friend group and you're just starting to get to know them. And they have like these really adverse reactions to certain things and you're just starting to get to like feel them out. And then you find out that 
they are the owner of a troll account, like a hate page on Instagram that has been making fun of you and your entire cast or friend group to make this more relatable for the last like four to five years. Like what? Fucking mind blowing. Like, like just imagine this new friend that you're like trying to feel out and you're trying to be like more gentle with them because you don't know everything about them. And then just imagine that behind the scenes, they're like trolling you online. Fucking wild. Okay. So the reason that this got me thinking about the intention bubble is because they're giving a lot of Monica's backstory in this first or in this season because she's new, right? So they're giving a lot of her backstory. They're showing her relationship with her mom. They're showing her relationship with her kids and like all this different stuff. And you're kind of getting to see, like I said, why she is the way that she is. And I got this idea to share the intention bubble because of this, because I feel like, not that it could have helped any of the people in this situation, but what it really got me thinking about was relationships with people that are close to us that we still want to have a relationship with, but maybe we need some boundaries and maybe the boundaries in itself aren't really cutting it for you and your interactions with them. So in like healing work and all this online self-help stuff, you hear a lot of people talk about boundaries. You hear a lot of people talking about cutting people out, no matter if they're family or not. But what if that's not the situation for you? What if that's not the um, ultimate goal for you. Like, let's say your mother, for example, we're going to use a mom or someone in your family, close knit family that you want to have more boundaries with, and you have a lot of friction with, but when you hear people talking about just setting boundaries and cutting people out, that's really not an option for you because maybe you want to have a relationship with them one, or maybe two, they're just not able to be cut out. Like what if it's someone that's like going to be in your life consistently, like a mother-in-law, right? Or someone that like you are going to have to see at family parties or family events, like a brother, a sister, a sister-in-law, whatever, right? Like someone that's going to be around you that you can't necessarily put that hard and fast boundary up, which personally I don't think is extremely healthy either. That's a topic for a different subject, but what if you can't put up that hard and fast boundary of never talking to the thing again? Then what do you fucking do, right? Like, where do you stand? And this is where the intention bubble really, really helps, right? What we want to talk about with this intention bubble is how do we manage our emotions around this individual or around this situation? And what I really want to emphasize in that sentence is manage our emotions. We have to first off really notice that we can only manage and control our own emotions, right? We have to think about when we go into these situations, we're only trying to manage our own emotions and our own emotional reaction, not anyone else's. That's going to be really, really key to helping you in these situations because unfortunately we cannot control everyone else around us or how they react or how they come at us. We can only manage our own emotions. Secondly, what we want to go into the situation thinking about is we need to release the need to change this person. So what I used to really, really struggle with in the relationship that I am like 
most closely referencing for this is I would think like, I wish she could just be like this. I wish I could just come and talk to this person about this. I wish that I had a relationship with this person like this. I wish this, right? I wanted to change so much about this person. And once I really released the fact that I cannot change anything about this person, I can only control my own emotions. It helped me have a way better relationship. So first, we're going to know that we can only control our own emotions. Second, we're going to release the need to change anything about this person, anything about them. This is going to have us going into the situation or the encounter or interaction with a lot less at stake, right? So a lot less high emotional volatility because we're not going to be wanting them to come at us a certain way. We're going to be really open to anything that comes our way emotionally or mentally that we're going to be able to manage our emotions and we're not going to have any expectations of what they're coming with. Number three, We want to manage our intentions for this interaction. And what I mean by this is, let's say that you are going to a family party. You know this person is going to be there. You know that certain comments may be made instead of wishing, right? We're going to go back to one and two. Instead of wishing that they weren't going to make those comments, we're going to first accept that we can only control how we react in our emotions to these comments. We're going to make sure that we don't have any expectations of them not making these comments. And third, we're going to manage our intentions for this interaction. What do we want to feel when leaving this interaction? What do we not want to feel when leaving this interaction? So think back to other times that this interaction has probably played out and think about what you felt before. And if you did or did not like those emotions, right? Okay. Let's say that you have, um, a family member who always comments on your body, your weight and what you're eating before you've always felt down about yourself. You felt insecure. You felt angry at them and felt just crummy afterwards. That's a funny word, crummy. I don't want to feel those emotions anymore. So after I leave, what do do I want to feel, right? I don't want to feel insecure. I don't want to second guess myself. I don't want to feel emotionally drained, right? I want to feel secure in how I feel about myself. I want to feel that I'm secure in the path that I know that I'm on. And I want to be able to communicate that. Now, that might not be something that you want to go for. I really like being able to communicate it is what I mean. I really want you to start off with how do you want to feel leaving the interaction because that's all we really have control over, right? Once we know our intentions, we can set those intentions before we even go into the interaction, first of all. And then second, we can also continue to set those intentions and remind ourselves of those intentions while the interaction is taking place, okay? So, How this practice really works is, first of all, identifying, right, what that interaction may be that is maybe hurtful to you or maybe something that you want to do this with. Second of all, knowing that we can only control our own emotions. Third of all, releasing the need to change the person. 
And then you get to the part that's really fun, which is the intention bubble. And the intention bubble looks and sounds something like this. I want you to, before you go into the interaction, this could be on the card right over. This could be the day before. This could be the month before. This could be seconds before you walk into the interaction or the house or the phone call, whatever, is you're going to imagine yourself in a bubble of light of your favorite color. Obviously for me, that's pink. I'm imagining myself in this big pink aura, sparkly, glittery, love it. And I'm going to fill that bubble with all the feelings that I want to feel when I leave that interaction. And I'm going to set those intentions before I go in. So whether those intentions be, I want to feel secure, I want to feel happy when I leave this interaction. I want to feel relaxed. I want to feel excited about the journey that I'm on, right? I'm going to set those intentions and I'm going to say those intentions to myself before I go into the interaction. And think about anything that's coming to you. Remember, you're in a bubble. Anything that's coming to you is just going to bounce right off. So if someone says something like, are you sure you want to eat all that? that's just going to bounce right off because your intentions are so strong that they're creating this giant bubble around you that has no way of being penetrated. Now, being in a really high emotional um, situation that may be more than just talking about what you're eating and maybe talking about stuff that's way deeper for you may start to penetrate that bubble. Things may start to wear that bubble down a little bit. And that's when you're going to continue to remind yourself of those intentions as it's happening. And something that I think is the easiest way to do this when you're in a situation that is like happening right to you right now is to really um, practice. And this is so hard for me, but practice waiting to respond. So giving that awkward silence, awkward silence time and allowing that to be totally okay. Waiting to respond, giving yourself time to sit back, think about what the person said and then remind yourself of that intention and then respond. So instead of just immediately having that emotional response, you're going to take a second, hear what they said, remind yourself of your intention bubble and your intentions that go along with it and then respond. And sometimes you don't even need to respond, which is the coolest part. So the intention bubble has helped me through so many different situations with family, with friends, with significant other. It has helped me immensely. And I highly, highly suggest using it for situations that may come up for you in any type of family or friend or significant other situation that you may be facing where you feel like a lot of things are coming at you. So this is something that we work on in Batty Girls Club. Um, I teach it to all the women in there um, every single year because it inevitably comes up where when you're changing, when you're shifting, when you're making these big moves and doing things to better yourself, a lot of times what happens is not only does our own trauma come back, but doing those things can trigger other people's trauma as well. And unfortunately, sometimes people want to bring you down with them. So what I see happen a lot in my clients work is that 
you're starting to do these new things and you're starting to share them. And maybe other people, this is just like with dieting. Like once you start a diet and you start doing well and someone sees it, who's tried that diet before and it didn't work for them, they're going to tell you all the reasons why that diet didn't work for them. Right. And I don't, I want to think that people are not doing this just to hurt people, but they're also just triggered, right? They're triggered by you having success at something that they tried and did not have success at. And this goes for healing as well. So if you're doing all these things to better yourself and you're starting to see these results and you're starting to share them, if they've tried similar things, right? If they've tried to better themselves, if they've tried self-help before, if they've been on a self-help journey and then slid back into their old ways, then they're obviously going to have some sort of feeling about this and they most likely will be letting you know. And so I see this a lot in clients where they're like, oh, this is so frustrating. Like, they don't see the work that I'm doing or they see it and they're trying to put it down, right? Add that intention bubble in and block out everyone else because all that really matters is if you're having success with it, just like with dieting. Like if you're having success and you're feeling your best, then that's all that matters. And so use this intention bubble if you are going through that. If you want to get in to Batty Girls Club where we talk about this stuff and we dig into deeper stuff, that is always linked down below for you. Just a reminder, that is the only program I am running for all of 2024. It is a ever enrolling program. So you can join us at any time. We have guest speakers every single month. You guys know the drill. If you've listened to the podcast, we have a guest speaker every single month talking about new subjects. You get to vibe with everyone who's in Batty Girls Club and you get a really cool gift basket and a free event at the end, an in-person event to meet us all in person. I love you guys so, so much. I hope you guys are having a great week wherever you are. Please rate and review the podcast down below. If you are watching on YouTube, please subscribe and like the video for us as well. I love you guys and I can't wait to see you next week. 